recording from the offices of basic training inside the Murfreesboro Athletic Club. This is the Basic Training Podcast, show 18. Welcome back to the Basic Training Podcast, everyone, a show about life, about fitness, and about the pursuit of great personal training everywhere on the planet. I'm your host, Michael Bays, and I want to thank you for tuning in for what I guarantee is going to be an absolutely fantastic episode. And that episode begins with a question. I want you to consider something for me. Have you ever really given thought to the idea of what you're trying to do when you come into the gym to work out? I know everybody out there kind of thinks, you know, I, I want to lose weight. I want to get in shape. I want to get toned. You know, I hear that stuff all the time. But have you really thought why you're going to the gym? You know, why do you get up at four or five in the morning and go sweat and do stuff that hurts? You know, what's the purpose? You know, what if I told you that 90% of you out there are coming into the gym to undo something that you did the day before? You're not coming in to get better. You're not coming in to move your plan forward. All you're doing is you're getting up, you're coming in, and you're trying to work off either yesterday's lunch, last night's dinner, um, the drinks that you went out to after work. That's what you're doing. And that's depressing. Oh, my God. I mean, think about it. Every single thing you do when you're walking in the door is simply to undo something you did the day before. I mean, there's nothing more demotivating in the world out there than constantly going through that loop like you're a hamster in a wheel. So it's got to stop. We've got to do something to just put our foot down, put our feet down, whatever, and say, all right, that's enough. There's got to be some way that since I'm good enough through the week, since I'm able to make progress through the week, because if you're digging yourself out of this hole, you're getting some kind of traction, then we've got to find a way to stop that from occurring. And I'll tell you what, it typically happens starting on a Friday. Okay. It starts on a Friday and it ends up going through until that Monday. Okay. That is where the exercise debt starts. It's the idea that one bad meal can throw you into this realm of complete denial. You know, you start off with the best of intentions and all of a sudden, it just, it all falls apart. You have pizza, you, you can't take it, you had some cookies, and then, you know, you say, the hell with it, I'm just going to deal with this come Monday morning. Monday morning, I'm going to be a superstar. And that is the stupidest thing in the entire world, okay? You're electing to go into denial about something, rather than just face the facts that you did something bad, maybe there's a better way to fix that. And that's kind of what I want to go through with you guys tonight. You know, let's go through these steps. Let's get a plan of attack. Let's get an idea of how to stop this from occurring. Because if we can stop this from occurring, that's when traction is really going to happen. But before I get into tonight's topic, I shared something on Facebook at the middle part of this past week that it completely disturbed me. And I'm really not sure 
if this helps anybody, if this hurts anybody, or, or really what to think about it. There was a news story by Yahoo out there that said, do not, or the topic of this was, do not reheat these foods or you're going to die. Or, you know, something equally as fatalistic and just overly dramatic. And I read this thing, and all I could think was, it, it, you know, it had stuff on it that said, don't reheat eggs, don't reheat vegetables, don't reheat rice and beans, and all of these different things, meats. I mean, for real? Is that a thing? It, <laughs> what are we supposed to do with that? I mean, it's, I'm not certain why things like that get put out. You know, and as a personal trainer, it's not that I always want to say, hey, guys, you really need to not pay attention to these things or look how bad this thing is. You know, I really try to pride myself on saying, "Okay, let's take a look at their opinion on something and let's find the value and let's see what's good and what's bad about it. Because for those that know me out there, trust me, I have my opinions on everything and I will be certain and very happy to let you know what those are. But when it came to this article, this didn't do anything for anyone. It didn't help move diet and nutrition forward. All it seemed to do is terrify people that they might get some kind of a bacterial disease if they reheat their eggs or their leftovers from the night before at a restaurant. And that's really what I want you guys to think about every time you read this stuff. You know, if you see a report on the news or you read something on Facebook or whatever it may be, what does the article try to do? Does it try to say, hey, instead of doing this, instead of reheating food here, try prepping food more fresh? Or instead of eating this bad for you food, try this good one over here. Really try to stay away from things that just try to shock you with how bad something might be. You know, something that you love, like, oh my God, coffee causes cancer. Brand new study shows it. Because the next day, you're going to see something that says, by the way, daily doses of caffeine have been shown to help improve mental acuity. And it's absurd. I see this stuff all the time. And the bottom line, guys, if you're listening to this out there, the bottom line for anything that you read, anything that's put out there by anybody, the main goal of that person should be to educate and to make you better, not to scare you but to make you better by helping you change your habits, by helping you have another idea on how to do something, a different approach. It is not simply to say, you must come to me for knowledge because if you don't, you could be doing something that will literally kill you, like putting eggs in the frickin' microwave. Apparently, that's a thing. Anyway, so I'll digress from that, and you just needed to know that. Or maybe I, I needed you to know that because we deal with that stuff in our business all the time. And trainers out there listening to me right now know exactly what I'm talking about. It's hard enough to try to get our people to do the right thing. You know, we try to teach them the right nutrition to eat. We try to teach them the right exercise plans to have. And on a daily basis, we are just bombarded with different opinions, different styles, and things that just quite frankly... It's just meant to bait them into questioning what's right and wrong. It offers nothing to them that makes things better. And that's why things like this show need to be made. Um, Not that I'm correct on everything, but that the ideas that we're going to put forward help build constructive ideas in people that, that helps them move forward and to have a better life, to be healthier. That's the entire goal. 
All right. Enough of that. If I talk about it anymore, I'm just going to get angry and go on a rant for another, what, what nine minutes now. Great. That's super. Uh, <laughs> laser focus, people. Laser focus. Remember, that's the, that's the idea of what we're doing on this cast now, is the idea of actually directing what happens. So we're not going to talk about that anymore. Uh, I put some of that in the show notes. Take a look at it and be as appalled as I am. Let's talk about exercise debt. Let's talk about how to stop it. When you leave on Friday and you have had an amazing week, you have done everything the way it's supposed to be done, let's get you back to where Monday morning is not the most depressing time in the world when you step on the scale. So the first way to do that, what I do myself, we have to create some type of a plan. Now that sounds, I had somebody tell me this today actually. They said, you know what, Michael, your life is completely unachievable. You know, the idea that you can just plan out every single meal, do every single thing, you have no other responsibilities, it's your job to stay in shape. Now I was like, yeah, yeah, I get that, I get that. But I'm not talking about a food plan to eat perfect. I'm talking about you looking ahead to the next two to three days and identify what the bad parts are going to be. Because I think you have an idea of where that's going to come from. You know, you have family members coming into town, you have a date, you have... I don't know, a drinking contest that could happen, be a random thing, but it could happen. You never know what it's going to be, but you have an idea of what you're going to do. And so with the idea of the situations that you might find yourself in, it's actually easier to identify and plan to do the bad things. Because if I can get you to pay attention to the bad things, if I can get you to think about where you're going to go, what you're going to do, and when you get there, what you're going to eat, I have a much, much higher probability of having you do better with the other meals of your day before you get there. And that may seem like a crazy concept to some people out there to just plan out for the bad meals. But remember, what I'm trying to do is to get you to continue to pay attention to what's happening. Because otherwise, all you're going to do is say, crap, I don't care anymore, and then forget about it for the next 48 hours, and that's unacceptable. The idea of planning out your bad meals is to make you face your reality and not let your reality punch you back into denial. You know, when you look at what's going to happen, you're going to pay more attention. You're going to be more successful. I promise you, because, you know, it's all about control. You know, the, the things that I can control and the things that I can't control when it comes to my food. And I promise you this about every single thing you ever eat. You will never, ever accidentally eat any food. It just never happens. So understanding what's coming your way is what's going to allow you to make a better plan before the bad gets there. And so that's kind of where I come into play with what I do. You know, I take a look at what's coming up this weekend. If I have an event, if I have a concert, if if I'm just vegging out on the couch and I'm in danger of buying a box of Oreos, I look at the situation and say, okay, if that's going to happen, what are some other things that I can do knowing that this bad stuff's going to hit? How can I help neutralize that a little bit? Can I go for a run in the morning before that happens? Can I cook a really good breakfast knowing that I'm going to go out to eat later that day or lunch or whatever it is? What can I do to balance the situation? And I actually put an article out on the blog because I call this my, my fudge budget because it, and it's, it, 
if for kids out there, you know, we say fudge, uh, because the idea is sometimes when you're out and you just really don't care anymore, you just say, ah, you know, fudge it. I don't care. You know, I'll, I'll deal with it later. But instead, you'll have known if you do it this way, you'll know what has co- or what is coming. And that's going to allow you to pre-plan better so the day leading up to that bad moment is going to be better. And I promise you, if you do this, it will work. And that's not me just saying, hey, take Michael's word for it. He's living proof. When you pay attention, you make better choices. You make better financial choices. You make better relationship choices. You make better choices in life in general. It's called being an adult, people. It's called being able to face reality, like I said, and not let that punch you back into denial. And I know that may be hard for a lot of you to understand at this point. But I encourage you to understand it in a hurry because we have to move on to the next piece of this. And that's actually the bigger piece. This is the part where, you know, it. it also, I apologize to everybody out there for calling them little children and not making adult decisions and things like that. But sometimes you just need to face realities. And that's what I'm trying to get you to do here. Because the next step is even, it, it's while making a, a fudge budget is easy, it is difficult because you actually have to, you know, take time and do it. But the next piece to it actually requires real physical activity in order to get done. And that's the idea of, you know, to avoid going into exercise debt or when you find that you are in exercise debt, get yourself out of exercise debt. And the only way to do that is to begin paying back everything that you borrowed. You know, in this case, if you decided you're going to do some bad stuff, it's time to actually start working that off to some degree. And that can begin as soon as you want it to start after you've done all your bad. But the first step to that is you really need to quit having a pity party about it. You need to quit attacking yourself for the idea that, oh no, I messed up again. Woe is me. Uh, I don't feel like working out. You know what? Last night was so rough. I need to sleep in. I'll do it this afternoon. You know, I don't have time to do it. There's so much else going on in my day. I'll just deal with it tomorrow. Blah! That's just a whole bunch of garbage, okay? Stop. It's time to be an adult. It will take you less than an hour to get rid of the feeling or or the extra calories that you put on. In fact, by the time you got done listening to either me rant or about all the stuff you would say, you know, all the excuses that you have, you could have been done 20 minutes ago getting this stuff taken care of. If you will just start knocking it out as soon as you can the next day or a few hours later, whatever it may be, I guarantee you it's going to fix the situation. I mean, right? I mean, I can't be that far off in this. You know, if you've taken the time to plan out your bad meals, you think it'd be a good idea for you to take the time to plan out how to exercise some of that off? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe maybe that's crazy trainer Michael talking again because, yeah, of course, all this sounds nice and easy. Sure, plan out your meals, do all this. That's what you do as a trainer. But that's what it takes. If you want to move forward in what you're doing, if you want to lose weight, get in shape, tone up, be a better athlete, feel better, look better, all the above, it's going to take steps like this. And I promise you that this step, is just the beginning. Because remember, we're trying to not put you in a hole to start your week. We are looking to put you at the very beginning spot on the starting line to be able to move forward for the next week. Okay, 
I want you to be able to gain traction. I want you to feel good about yourself. I want you to pay attention to what's coming in. Because if you do that, I'm going to have a better shot as your trainer to show you the results you want. And, and sometimes that's what it takes. You know, it takes, it takes a client actually doing what I ask them to do when they're not with me to help me get them their results. You know, I can, I can do all kinds of great stuff in the gym. I can make you work out. I can make you sweat. I could make you probably puke up all the stuff that you had the day before. You know, maybe that's an effective solution. I should write a book on that, I guess. That would be pretty fun. But if you will help me to help you by doing something very simple like this, you're exponentially going to get better with your results because you don't have to spend half the week to undo everything from the weekend. And eventually, once you get out of this exercise debt, we're going to learn to keep you out of this exercise debt. I'm going to help make you more aware of your surroundings and your situations. I'm going to make you more successful. I'm going to show you better results. And by the time we're done with all this, you're going to have a better body. You're going to have more health. You're going to have everything. All of your hopes and dreams will will be given to you by me uh, or, or something along those lines. You know, it, that may not happen, but you're going to do much better overall. And all it takes is those first two steps. You know, understand what's coming your way and then make a plan to counterbalance that. It's just that simple. And if you start doing that, we go through a nice weekend, everything turns out fine. And that is what we're shooting for in the end here, guys. It's that simple. Make a fudge budget, make a food budget, call it whatever you want to, I don't really care. And make a plan to pay back all the extra energy that you're putting on. You know, get out of exercise debt. Now on the blog, I'm going to actually put up a specific thing that you can do in order to help you um, in order to help you have specific cardiovascular programs and lifting programs to handle certain situations that you may find yourself in. You know, whether you, you, you've gone out to eat and you had some fatty food or you went out to you went out to the bars and you had a rock star evening and you drank too much. There are different modes of exercise that you can do. They're going to produce you better results to get you back where you want to be. And I'll list those up. It'll be a little bit later in the week, uh, but keep a lookout for those if you would. And we're going to continue with this subject of exercise debt through the weeks as I kind of show you what I believe is, I, you know, I always started out to, to revolutionize the fitness industry. I don't think this show is the one that did it, um, but it definitely may help everybody out there to start thinking of their health and fitness in a new way. You know, sometimes all it takes in order to revolutionize something is to see the same thing in a different way. And I think that's what I'm trying to do here. And I'm going to post up, uh, I've got a copy of, or graphic, cool little PDF thing that I've been making. Uh, it's not done yet, but uh, it hopefully should be up at some point during the week. It's going to be my version of the fudge budget. And it just kind of goes off the stuff that I use in my own personal training logs and everything else. But if you take this, you can print it out, you can put it up on your fridge. I'll show you an example of how I use it as well. And I think that's going to help everybody out there to be more successful. But as far as this week, that is the show, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Michael Bays. You can catch me at www.basic.ic-training.com. 
You can go to michaelbays.com. You can follow me on Twitter at michaelbays. You can follow me on Instagram, but you're not going to find a whole lot of photos there because apparently I don't take a lot of photos. But uh, I'm all out there on the web, guys, if you want to. Uh, if you would also, if you like the show, please leave a review on iTunes. I have a goal to make this the best personal training show on the planet. And I could use your guys' help to do that. So head on iTunes, write a review. You can head on my website. You can click like anywhere that you want to. Share an article that you like. And I would most definitely appreciate it. Thank you, everybody out there, for listening to me rant for, you know, 15, 20, and 30 minutes at a time. My name is Michael Bays. This is the Basic Training Podcast, signing off.